Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook. This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> And we are back again. This was This Was Rad Podcast, the podcast where two guys forced themselves to watch movies from the 80s, where we, uh, we, we what, 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 what do we do, Greg? We, we like, we lambaste we them. We, we, yeah, we, we enjoy them. We, 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 we kind of like enjoy their victories. We kind of mock their failures. Um, and kind of, uh, look back at our childhood and ask what, you know, I, we're supposed to ask, was this rad, is this rad? But, I mean, what we really ask is, uh, what the hell were we thinking? Yeah, I, I kind of like that angle with it now, where it's like, man, like, some of these movies, it's, like, clearly, like, they knew what they were doing. You know, like, Back to the Future is my go-to. It's like, ah, oh, that's a well-written yeah. movie. And then you watch Vision Quest, and you're like, who thought a movie about high school wrestling was going to sell the tickets? Uh, I think I think as we routinely say, somebody on cocaine saw Karate Kid, and they were like, "Ah, oh, kids like karate. Karate's a sport, uh, a sport where you touch people a lot, kind of like wrestling." All right, all right. Uh, find me a book. Find me a book about wrestling, and we'll make it into a movie. And 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 for good measure, we'll throw in a good rape scene because the Karate Kid didn't have that, and kids I think are really into rape now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the horrors of uh, of the world, and we need to show everything. It's that's the way it is. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm 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 definitely with you for those uh, anyone who is who is just uh, starting the podcast. I think Paul and I can both count on one hand the amount of movies after you know this being the hundred and first episode of movies that have a hundred percent held up. Very, they're just they're very, just very, absolutely few. fantastic. Uh, yeah. Back to the that's future okay though. Yours. E.T. is probably mine, where it's just like that movie is still just a phenomenal film. It, it didn't not to redo our entire hundred movie list for the for the new people joining. But no, let's it, do it. Let's it start uh, with OK, one crawl. What did, what OK, did you think? Uh, the hair. I love the hair. <laughs> it's so rad. The rad oh. the, <laughs> you know, what's you know, what's funny, Greg. That was actually this actually brings up something for next episode. Um, what I'd like is each of us come up with, of the hundred episodes that we've done, we, we won't include this one and any going forward, the last okay. hundred, the first hundred, top five rad films that held up, and top five disappointments. So so top five, worst five, got it. Uh, not worst five, disappointments. Which one did you think was going to hold up and totally let you down? Because there are I'm movies. Looking at you, heavy metal. <laughs> right? Crawl, our first movie. It's going to be on my list. I don't know where, but it's going to be on my list. So, okay. I, we usually start with names. I'm Paul, obviously. I'm Greg. He's Greg. Let's just get into this. Uh, I, I've been calling it um, uh, Kickboxer Meets Cocktail. We are, of course, talking about Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. The the Swayze uh, somehow uh, is a, in this film a superhero that can rip people's necks out. I don't know where he got <laughs> yes. that power. Yes, but um, well, Krav Maga, uh, of course. 
mixed with Tai Chi and uh, <laughs> neck ripping suddenly just, you know, those muscles, the, the muscle, like the deltoid muscle. Yes, yes. Become so overworked. It can rip them out without even thinking. Did you think maybe he's filing his nails into sharp points? To I get would really... love to know. Has there has there ever been an incident where like uh, he was sleepwalking and like, ripped someone's throat <laughs> out? I like all these questions. Eddie, no, we're, we're getting way ahead. Of <laughs> okay. Yes. Roadhouse. Yes. Paul was was this film rad back in in eighty nine? Man, was this film rad? It was. It was absolutely rad, and I'll tell you why. Um, and we'll get into it as we go through the movie. Uh, you know, Swayze was at the top of his game right now. He had come off of. Um, obviously we've done a couple of his movies, Red Dawn and, and, uh, the outsiders, which I, I do remember him being in, but, uh, you know, dirty dancing was a huge one. Uh, he had one other big movie. I can't remember the name of, uh, off the top of my head in the eighties, but, and then roadhouse roadhouse was just like, he, you say, it, he comes across like a superhero. I remember as a kid watching this movie and going, man, this guy's just a badass. And, and I know it's a running joke throughout the movie. Like, Oh, I thought you'd be bigger. Um, but genuinely, like he, he Swayze's not a big guy, but I, his presence was always there. Um, things that I remember, um, the front of this movie is like the most memorable. Uh, it, it's where all of the fighting happens, the bar scene stuff. Um, a lot of that happens when he when he kicks the guys out of the bar for the first time. And, and you know who I actually remember uh, a lot, and this is an odd scene to remember, and yet for some reason I do is um, Sam Elliott, who's in the movie, when he's dancing with his girl at the diner. I don't know why I said diner. I, yeah, I, I'm like, New England like, enough, like, but... <laughs> like we're like like you were just about to break into, I've been working on the railroad. Uh, <laughs> diner blows yes, horn. Yes, yes. Horn. So, so they're inside diner. Uh, she's, a, she's a very loose woman. It's a very different type of film. Uh, and, and he's dancing with the girl... And he's like, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd take you for myself or whatever his line is. But for some reason, even as a kid, that always struck me as like, um, that's your buddy's girl. Like, maybe, maybe step back there, uh, long hair. You know, you're a nice dude. Mm. You, you know, you're good. Good in the fight. And then, uh, you know, at least for me, the, the end scene in the, in the house there, just in, that, in the, the trophy room, was always kind of like, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a good finisher. Finished. Far differently than I remembered. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yes, that's that's kind of the stuff that, that kind of stuck out to me. How about yourself, Greg? Okay, okay. Uh, this movie was totally rad. I mean, <clears throat> it was always on uh, TBS growing up, is what I remember, uh, the Superstation. It was on all the time. It, it definitely had an air about it, about being like a cool, rad movie. Now, this is a movie I have never seen in one sitting start to finish. I have always seen pieces of it. Well, that's because I've seen the whole movie a bunch of times, but never from minute one to, to, to the end. Oh, this is a TBS TNT staple in the oh, in yeah, the 90s. Yeah. This was on all the time on, on, on TV cable. 100%. So, so I, like, I, I could definitely see how you just like pop in, watch 10 minutes, and then you're out. Yeah, and so, so I always remember... Uh, let's see, what do I remember here? I always remember the the be nice speech where he's where he's saying that there's there's only like three rules to be oh, a bar, yeah. to be a, a bouncer i always remember uh, him ripping people's throats out i always remember uh 
the whole end scene, basically, from, like, where the car... They shoot the car up, basically, to the end of the movie. I, I remember, like, that whole thing. Like, yep. like front to back. So, um, another scene that always stood out, which was kind of weird, was was the, the band, the, the Jeff Healy band with the blind lead singer. I always remember that. I don't know why, but I always do. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially at the beginning, because it starts out, like, every other country western movie you know with the, the the guitar guys behind the chicken wire <laughs> right you know that sort of thing so yeah uh so that's about it um i i mean unless there's anything else i think we're we're ready to get into roadhouse all you have to do is follow three simple rules one never underestimate your opponent expect the unexpected two Take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. Come on. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Okay. Ask him to walk, but be nice. If he won't walk, walk him, but be nice. If you can't walk him, one of the others will help you. And you'll both be nice. I want you to remember that it's a job. It's nothing personal. And uh, so it starts out, it starts out very differently. Um, It starts out in New York City, and you're at kind of like an upscale nightclub. And and this guy starts walking through. uh, you're, You're way better at looking at IMDb than I am. The guy that walks in, I know I know his face. Wait, what guy? What guy that walks? What are you talking about? The 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 uh the double deuce owner. Oh 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 um, Marshall Teague. Yeah. Is that who it is? Uh, Maybe? I don't. Know. Whoever he is. What 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 was his name in the movie? Do you remember? No. Okay, well then we're probably never gonna find. It. But uh, I, I know what you mean. Owner he, of the double deuce. He's definitely a guy. <laughs> yes. He was definitely a guy who was who was in a lot of things. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's, that's just what they put him on the on the call script for? Yeah. Double Deuce owner, and he's just like, hey, guys, you know, I, I have a character name. I'm sure you do. Guy whose real name I can't remember. Uh, but you're Double Deuce yeah. owner, so just just go with that, if you could for me. Yeah, um, we'll go with it. We're putting it down. So uh, he starts um, walking through uh, this this upscale nightclub. Uh, and he's noticing like there, there's a lot of big bills, big money bills being thrown around. There's credit cards, all this stuff's kind of going on. And he gets to this one section where the, the is a couple guys that are making a a, a, a ruckus, as it were. Uh, a couple of bouncers come over, they go to t- pull him away, and then that's when we see Patrick Swayze's Dalton uh, swagger over as he's wont to do throughout the rest of this movie. Uh, he swaggers over, and uh, he just says, "No, I think it's time to go." And uh, and the guy kind of gets a uh, gets a little angry, uh, you know. Does he wants to finish his his drink, as it were? Uh, pulls out a knife and then cuts Dalton, who doesn't yep. flinch. Nope, nope. And and the the knife he uses is like the smallest of knives. Yeah, it's so tiny. I, I are you making an implication, Greg? No, I just I I thought it was ridiculous. Like I'm. With, with, like, Rambo and Crocodile Dundee and all these people with just these giant knives and they give well, this guy this tiny little, well, like, pit, like, letter opener of a knife. Well, I don't really find the guy who's wielding the knife as a as a Bowie knife kind of gentleman, do you? He clearly isn't. <laughs> right. 
that's probably something he uses to open letters. Uh, yeah. I think I think he he bought it hoping he would have letters to open, and he's mad that nobody sends him letters. So he's drinking to forget how sad he is. Oh wow, that he has no letters to open. That makes it that makes that scene very depressing. <laughs> it's a very sad <laughs> film. So there I was at the office just waiting for my letters, and it just never came. Oh sugar, that's just too bad. Yep, nothing. <laughs> so. Uh, this part confused the hell out of me. Oh, did it? So he stabs Dalton, yeah. Patrick Swayze's character, yeah. and he's like, Dalton, I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm going to fight you. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you this time or, or something to that effect. Yeah. Or, you know, like, I, you know, I, I think I could take you. And he's like, all right, let's go outside. So he walks the guy outside who's really ready to fight. And then Dalton just walks back into the bar and he's like, no, I'm not going to fight you. Yeah. Uh. I guess in this context, it is kind of confusing, but uh, you kind of get the impression right off the bat that he's kind of like, no, I, I don't need to fight you. Uh, as we later find out, um, it, he does kind of have that air of, if we fight, you're not seeing mourning. And that's right. not good for you. So I, I guess I kind of didn't find it too confusing. What I found confusing was the next scene um, in which he goes and, he, and he's and he's cleaning himself up and he's and he's putting his arm together and the guy mm-hmm. come and, and and double deuce owner uh comes in and makes him an offer to come to his club to bounce to which i started asking it, it is there really an underground trade for bouncers like no in this in this world i've i cracked the code on oh this did one. you okay good because i need world, help bouncers are like baseball players oh Okay. Every, like everyone knows like, oh, you're the greatest <laughs> okay. of all time. And like, yeah. you're like awesome as this or whatever. And so Swayze is just like, he's not like the Babe Ruth, but I'm guessing he's like the Mickey Mantle. Okay. <laughs> okay. So everyone is like, I know who you are. Okay. Question. Are there bouncer cards that are collectible? That, oh, I actually have that written down. <laughs> okay. That, that the reason the reason that uh, what's his name uh, 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 Tillman, I believe his name is, okay. went to go get him was that he clearly had the whole bouncer collectible card set. Yeah, yeah, from tops, of course. He was looking course. at all the stats. Yep. And he was like, "Oh, well, well, Dalton here isn't isn't considered the best, but his stats are very high overall." Yeah, and and I think after years of playing fantasy bar, uh, uh, <laughs> fantasy sure, bouncer, sure, um, he he, you know, using all the saber metrics that that and and all these things, he uh, figured it out that that Dalton is still probably the best for the money, and so, that's why. So basically, you th- Dalton has the best uh, BPN bounces per night, right? Of yeah, of of the current high, of the current high. bouncer season, sure. Not only that, though, he's a good investment because he also has the lowest uh, injury per night stat. Oh, okay. So he will actually save you money. IPN, by not- of course, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, we're we're boring people with these obvious things that we're saying. I I I, I, th- I think people that are into fantasy bouncing uh, are finding it fascinating. Well, I mean, I could talk fantasy bouncing all day. Oh uh, my! You know, I mean, gosh, could you, Billy? So uh, it's good. just, it, it's just insane. Uh, if you go to, uh, God, I wish I knew an online betting site. This would be so Draft much funnier. DraftKings, obviously. Oh, DraftKings, of course, of course. DraftKings, not a sponsor. Um, Unless you want to be DraftKings, uh, we'll we'll take your money. If DraftKings wants to come to us and figure out a a fantasy bouncer league, we will yeah. come up with stats for everything. 
I'll work on that all night. <laughs> right? Right. Right now. I will drop what I'm we doing. We will take we will take well, this is how low we are. We will take one quarter per trade because uh, there's thousands of trades. What? How does this sound? Just give me and Paul one percent of what you make one day. Ooh, don't like the uh I like the resid- residuals of, of, you like, oh, you like, of the okay, trades okay. per day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about okay, we'll take we'll take <laughs> 25 cents a trade forever. Uh, in the Bouncer League, of course, yes. I'm down with that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, and now that now that we have wasted everyone's time on that, uh, I agree with you. I think there was some sort of, like, uh, bouncers are, like, much bigger in this world. There's some sort of, you know, everybody knows who they are from bar to bar to bar. I've been in clubs. I couldn't even find the bouncer. Let the alone bouncer, who they would be. I, yeah, the only bouncer like face that I ever remember is like when I've run a foul with them. Like that's it. <laughs> I, okay, no. okay. Do you tell? Uh, well, no, it's 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 not an interesting story. I just uh, you know when you're uh, under twenty one and you try to get into places and they won't let you in. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it it's not like I you know took a knife out and stabbed one. Hardly that exciting. When you said, you know, when I've run afoul of them, I thought there was only going to be like like gambling and some sort of oh, prostitution oh, oh. ring. All right, hold on. Okay, ready? <laughs> Cut that out and ask, ask me that okay, again. Here, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a great again. story. Oh, do tell, Gregory. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was driving across this great nation of ours, and I stopped in Texas. Uh, that was, uh, you know, the, the, let's put it this way. Uh, I'm not allowed in Texas anymore. Leave it at that. Yep. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. We got to get going. There's a lot of movie left. So we, uh, uh, we're not even 10 minutes into this no, movie yet. No, no. So, so here's, here's the part I love is this guy shows up. And remember, this is 1989. And he goes, hey, I want you, Dalton. You're the best. And he's like, nah, I'm not interested. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm willing to pay you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I want $5,000 up front. And I want $500 a night. And the guy's like, all right. And you can see Patrick Swayze do like a quick double take. <laughs> he's like, what, whoa, what? You're fine with this insane amount of money? Because right. I feel like I feel like you and I, if we could find a place that was like $500 a day and 5K up front. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I would take that today. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting my job. I'm, I'm, I'm working right now. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah. And so... Um, you know the guy. The guy even had his plane ticket, so ba- we can skip a bunch of stuff and basically just get to him arriving. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he arrives the at the first. bar, so uh, um, he gets there and uh, he starts walking through. Did you like? I had a question for you. Now, when he goes mm-hmm. to the bar, he's kind of like observing everything, just seeing how the bouncers act, and and they're all terrible. Uh, but when he gets to the corner of the bar, etched in there, it, it says Buddy's Corner. We never see Buddy. No, I think I think Buddy's dead. Really? Yeah. That sounds terrible. I think I think he is dead. That's why he's not there in his corner. I mean, why would he not be in his corner? Well, that's what I kept asking. Like, Buddy's gonna come back, and he's not gonna be very happy. He put his name there, right? Yeah. It's like he when did. you know. I don't know. I thought it was very. I, I was waiting for poor Buddy to show up, and he never did. Maybe maybe it's a deleted scene. Maybe he got banned for life. Oh, you think so? Yeah. You think he came up to Dalton? and He was like, "Hey, hey, that." That's my chair. I'm Buddy. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess something like that. Or he was like, uh, I liked you better in Red Dawn. And- Why? Oh, oh, you think it was just, you think some rando uh, uh, 
on the set came up, etched. Do you, you think a random guy walked on set, put Buddy's Corner, and was like, "Oh, this looks like a real enough bar on this on this Hollywood lot." Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Patrick yep. Swayze's like, "Um, um, sir, um, we're actually filming a, a movie here." Yeah, that's yep, my corner. <laughs> don't you talk to me, young blood. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Put Buddy in a corner? Come on, big man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't take I don't take no guff from no outside. <laughs> sir sir, those are all films. I, I really this is my spot. It's actually marked with a small X. You can see it right there. If you let could be so kind. Let me let me tell you an amazing story here, bro. Uh, uh, I'm gonna sir, sit I'm, here and drink. No, and you're but, gonna keep um, your mouth shut. What, is it buddy? Was it buddy? Um, yes, how, this is would my you, corner. Would you like Buddy's to? Corner. Would you like to go for a walk? No. Damn, that worked in the first in scene. And I want a drink. That worked in the first scene. Damn it! <laughs> I know, didn't it? Immediately, he asked, "What? Why? Yes, I would like to take a walk, Mister Bouncer." <laughs> right, right. I don't see how this could be bad and that's, for me. And, and that's what it. And that, and that's what it sinks in the Patrick Swayze that acting is not real life. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, wait a second on the. In the first scene, he said, the guy said, yes, buddy, you, you have to go with it me. It works so well when people are writing. <laughs> when they are getting paid to walk with me, it seems so easy. So, yeah. I, I Okay. So, Buddy's Corner. Uh, poor guy. He's just never coming back. And then we get to, uh, oh, you might, it's such a great, great gag, is the guy, there's a guy with a girl at a table. <laughs> and, he, and, and there's another guy oogling. I think it's one of the bouncers oogling his girl and he goes do you want to kiss my lady's breasts and the guy goes i i'd like to but he goes okay twenty dollars ten per kiss and (laughs) i love the guy he walks over he starts to fondle the girl and the guy goes well aren't you gonna kiss him and the guy goes i ain't got 20 bucks and i'm like that guy wins that guy wins yeah. And then an, a bar brawl starts. Of course. And everyone's going crazy, and and it finally is over. And, uh, you know, Dalton's reading everybody the riot act and basically is like, hey, you, you're not good at this. You're out of here. Hey, waitress, you're dealing drugs. You're fired. Hey, Terry Funk, you get out of here. That's you're who that was, bad. right? Yeah, yes. Terry okay. Funk. I thought I recognized him. So, yeah, he's basically cleaning house, and he's like, okay, everybody here needs to get out. And we're going to kind of start fresh. Yes. Yes. Um, we see the, he goes, uh, the next day opens up with kind of like a mini montage of him. Uh, he goes to get a car where he gets a beater car, um, which we're really going to find out why he gets the beater car very soon. Um, and then he oh, goes yeah. and uh, he rents a room from the Clutter family. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> right? Now, Emmett, the old guy is fine. He's no problem. Across the way is the rich guy, which you immediately go, okay, that's the antagonist. You can already tell. But it was such a, I I don't know what they were going for of the dichotomy of like rural to rich, if that's what that was supposed to be. Instead of just, yeah, it's a good question. Instead, it just kind of came across like Emmett doesn't have enough land. That we see <laughs> to, to, to own horses, so he's just got a, a pen full of horses that never get to go anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I've, yeah. I found it's a good, it weird. No, it's a, it's it's a lot of good questions. Yeah. Um, 
So he he rents the room. Owner of the Double Deuce. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, he so so Patrick Swayze has given the three rules speech already. My notes are way behind. No, no, um, no, he hasn't. I will so, say no, no. He gets the he he rents the room. Oh um, no, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. He yeah. gets the room. Then it's the first night when he's running things, and he's like, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Here, here are the three rules, you know. And you know, the last one is 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 be nice. And you're gonna be nice until it's time to not be nice. And, and by the way, this speech still awesome, still resonates. I I read a cracked article about a they they interviewed a guy who was a bouncer and they asked him he'd been a bouncer for like a decade or something a long time and they asked him where did you like is there any formal training and he said. Believe it or not, Roadhouse is the best training you can see for bouncing. And he says the speech Patrick Swayze gives, he basically says that verbatim when he hires new bouncers. Uh, I would believe it. Yeah, where it's it's basically like your job is to just take abuse from everyone, get them outside if they're belligerent, and just be as nice as possible. Yep, yep. And, and, And I think, you know, it's never expressly said, but I think the reason for that is... If you're just beating them up, especially in the bar, you're going to scare away clientele. They're right, not going to want to go there. And you don't want to make a scene because then that stops everyone. They get exactly. they get skittish. They think cops are going to get called. Um, you know, because in all of these places, I know he kicks out the one waitress selling drugs or whatever, but it's like there's always drugs. There's always something else going on in these places. Yeah. Um, you can't get rid of that kind of stuff so you don't want to make a lot of noise there so i think it's a good way um to kind of keep that like i said but just the way he presents it i mean patrick swayze is just he comes across with a demeanor that respect that that demands authority and i think it resonates across the screen i never feel like he's not who he who he believes he is no he he like you said earlier the the presence that he is able to 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 carry himself with through the move is is good yep. i never believe for a minute that he's not like the toughest guy in the room yep yeah i just he's he's super great so, no i agree um of course almost immediately somebody's giving him problems pulls a knife yeah so we get to see swayze in action for the first time where he just grabs this guy takes his knife away and smashes his face into a table so hard it breaks <laughs> right right and uh we finally after the end of the night we see his tires have been slashed uh and that's t- just the beginning of the damage that poor car is going to be taking I, throughout the rest of hold the on film. His, his tires are smashed his window has a rock through it but i love that he walks over and gingerly looks at the antenna like man look the tires in the window i can yeah. fix but the, the antenna guys Poor Antenny, he didn't even have a chance. No, you know, you know, it's always the uh, it's always the innocents that pay when when there's war. Yep. Uh, and then we get to uh, I ended up calling the little river that runs between these Emmett's place and and, and the rich guy's place, Brad Wellesley, mm-hmm. I think it is. Well, Wesley, uh, I ended up calling it the River of Peep. That's a very, very good name for it, actually. Because throughout this movie, and we don't have to go through every one of them, um, you, we keep seeing sway, somebody at Emmett's property or somebody at Wesley's property looking across the river at each other without the other one knowing what's going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is, the, this is the first one we see. Swayze is looking across, and he's watching these 
all these old bouncers and whatever um, having a party over there. So you, clearly they're in the pocket of whoever that guy is. But right, um, he, he, he starts out looking sad, and then it's not until the very end that he kind of gives a little, like, knowing smile. But right up until that point, I, I almost felt like he was like, man, I could be over there. I, I'm a good swimmer. Good enough. Because I feel like there's, like, crocodiles in there or something. <laughs> so... Uh, what do we have going on here? Um, Swayze is heads to the auto parts store where he is telling the guy like, oh yeah, I'm going to be back here a lot because everyone screws up my car all the time. Let's see. We have, you know, you know what I noticed about this movie specifically is there's a lot of scenes where not a lot is happening. The next scene that is important to the film is the bar. They have two bartenders. One of the bartenders... Uh, was fired and it turns out he is the nephew of Wesley the big richest guy in town who kind of runs the town yes yeah the bartender was skimming off the top yep and so he's back he's got muscle and he's basically saying I'm gonna get my job back and you're gonna give it to me and the owner's like yeah I am because there's like eight of you and I've only got a I've got nothing and you've got a knife so of course I'm gonna say that well Swayze uh, does not take that. So it's a big fight. Uh, you know, they clean house. Yeah, yeah. It's another scene where Swayze just completely kicks ass. I mean, it's just what he does uh, multiple times throughout this movie. Again, uh, it, it comes across very much that, you know, he's in charge. Uh, this is uh, this is where he gets uh, sliced. Uh, someone has oh, a bigger yes. knife. I, I thought you would. Finally. Then you must be very happy with that. You must have been like, oh, thank God. Someone who knows how to carry armaments. Um, he has a, a, a bigger knife. He cuts Swayze. Um, doesn't deter Swayze in, in the least. He's like a goddamn Jedi. Um, uh, I, I think there's two parts in this film you actually see him like wince. Yeah, and one of them is when he rips the guy's throat out. Right. <laughs> it's he, like, he pulled the muscle, Paul. He did. he did. His throat ripping muscle. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he goes in a... So he has to go now to the doctor, um, who... This is the love interest in the, in the movie. Um, and she starts stitching him up. He has his medical records. Um, and, and she kind of goes... I kind of felt like she's not the brightest bulb in the room, even though she's a doctor, because she goes... Why do you carry your medical records? And all I could think is, I don't know, the 44 scars on the top of my torso yeah. alone? Yeah. Did you, did you think I was born all scarred? <laughs> yeah, I like, don't know what this lady is thinking. She's out of her head. But, um, I, I mean, you have like the classic thing here where she's like, okay, we're going to have to staple you. Uh, we'll give you some topical anesthetic. And he's like, no, no anesthetic. It's like. Uh, Swayze, just take the anesthetic. <laughs> right, right. There's no benefit. There's no benefit to not taking it. <laughs> no, Other than coming not. off as a tough guy. And so then the doctor is suddenly like, oh, you went to NYU. What did you get from there? A degree. What did you get? And he's like, oh, you know, philosophy. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is like every patchouli stinking guy <laughs> in college who was doing like an art major or well, like... I philosophy to just score with chicks like oh shut up with your however hold on, hold on does your medical record have your schooling in no. there <laughs> no, that's what got to me like why would he put that in his medical record like it may, uh, it's 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 a it's a total like setup where he's like i put this in the medical records 
cool chick docs asked me about it. I dropped my philosophy <laughs> degree in there, and then bam. Do you think they are hooked? Do you think if he gets maybe a, a doctor, he's less attracted to suddenly he forgets his medical record in the car? Oh, 100%. And, and that doesn't come up at all? Yeah. Boy, you have I a lot of scars it. on your body. What do you do for a living? Uh, I, 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 I fight cactus. Can you just. I, uh, Can you just staple me? <laughs> Can you just uh, in my take, parents' basement? No, 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 nope, 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 nope. That opens up. That opens up to nope. That opens you oh. up to to that you know to that mother. Uh, I'll take care of you. Nope. I fight cactuses. Mm, yeah. Um, you know. Um, do you, you want me, Do you want a topical uh, anesthesia? Yeah. Actually, no, I want to get out of actually, here as fast as actually, possible. could you knock me out, please? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just take me out. How I don't. Much, I want to remember none of this. Me? One step back. That's what I want. <laughs> just is there another doctor? There's still like an attractive you know male what? doctor. I'll just, I'll, I think I left my <laughs> car running. I'll be right back. I'll, I'm gonna walk it off. I get a feeling walk, if I just walk, walk it off. off. Stab wound. Yes. Yes. Be right back. I hear it's so cute. And he just gets up, and it's like <laughs> uh, you hear him run off. No, no, no. The next scene is just him dead in his car. <laughs> I like that actually better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So, End of movie. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so then, Wesley, he is uh, the rich guy. He ain't happy because his only nephew got fired. And then when they all went back to try to get Wesley's job back, they failed. We see more of the town kind of under the iron thumb of Wesley. So we see the auto parts store is has been kind of like destroyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like cans are all over the place and whatnot. Yeah. And so... Uh, well, so, so let's he see. Patrick Swayze calls uh, his buddy, yeah, he, Sam uh, Elliott, uh, Wade. Um, it, it doesn't really make sense in this context why he calls him, other than to say, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm working out here." Um, yeah. it, it pays off in the end, but in, at that point, you're almost like this scene doesn't need to be here. It doesn't add anything. Um, I, I was curious as to why he had to go to a laundromat to make the phone call. Um, Good question. You know, but that's that's what he did. And then we just kind of have a couple scenes that kind of we, we can kind of go through these a little bit quicker. Um, he goes to the double deuce. Uh, the, the chicken wire is off. Um, they're cleaning it up. New paint on the outside. The new neon on the outside. Originally, it was like wooden uh, slabs of card uh, of like um particle board painted with the word double deuce now it's all neon um so uh double deuce owner guy is finally making some money like he wanted and then again it's just i will say some of these scenes they're good scenes but it's kind of repetitive where uh wesley's boys show up again uh to kick his ass what i like about this is and I think this kind of goes to the, what you were talking about with that tenure bouncer. He points out to one of them, check the boot, and you can see he's kind of like got a like a um, a knife head coming out of the bottom of the boot. Now, as we all know, what you're supposed to do is kick your heel, and then that comes out. Yes, yes. So yes, clearly, that guy tripped think- on the way into the double deuce because <laughs> he's walking well, I mean, up. That's the- just that's just that's just like you know you're gonna get that thing stuck in a doorway by accident. <laughs> right, right. Like that's just a bad system. Right. He's just walking along. He's like. Oh, God damn it! I'm yeah. never gonna. Oh, okay, let's. You know what? You know that. I'll guy, take like, care of it in the morning. <laughs> kicks his shoes off. Accidentally hits his dog with the shoe. <laughs> cuts his dog wide open. Like right, just the right. Bad system just... guy. Hey, Dad, you want to play soccer? Okay. 
Also, yeah, there we go. Damn it. So, uh, so he kicks, he kicks him, kicks ass again, um, which is really, again, just it's great. Um, and now this time, the doc, uh, the female doctor that he kind of got interested in, because uh, she's a- attractive, as we established. Now- I was very confused. I did not find her very attractive. She, uh, you know, I know who she is. I know the face anyway. Um, I, I, she's okay. I, to be honest, Swayze is the only attractive person in this whole movie. Um, everybody else is pretty weathered or, or hard hitting. I guess Jimmy's okay. Um, but, you know, not. I, I thought she was okay. I don't, I didn't go one way or another with it. Uh, to be honest, by the end of this movie, I get why there's a romance plot in it. I kind of felt like they spent too much time on it. Like, Yeah, uh, I agree. The movie would actually be better without it. Yeah. So, eh, it is what it is. Um, so, uh, we see... Uh, he, he, he meets up with the girl, and we see that uh, his car is wrecked again. Yeah. Uh, he goes to... Uh, he gets called uh, to go to Brad's house. Um, where Brad threatens him. Long, long scene. The only reveal is that Swayze was arrested for killing a man, um, and wasn't pro- he was prosecuted, was found innocent uh, on self-defense. Right. Okay. Doesn't really add anything other than a little bit of info there. Yeah. So Wesley sends some goons to get. Dalton to his place and basically gives him the old you're so good why don't you come work for me speech and he's uh was a d <clears throat> Dalton says no yeah yeah which I mean you, no amount of yeah money. you knew that was gonna happen yeah of course. um we go through um some more stuff <sighs> man there's basically it's just a lot of the same thing where like Wade shows up Wesley sends someone to disrupt the bar there's a fight Dalton wins Wesley cooks up another scheme, sends people into the bar, and it just repeats itself over and over again. Uh, it does. Um, it, it does kind of go like that over and over again. I, I like Sam Elliott in this. I think he does a really, really good job. I I love when he shows up um, and they're beating up Dalton, and you kind of finally feel like, oh, Dalton's finally going to get it. And then, and then we see Wade show up on the motorcycle, and you're like, oh, man. It's... This is totally where Joss Wheaton got his Mary Sue-like skill because Wade shows up just in the nick of time when Dalton is finally on the receiving end of a beating. Shows up, uh, one of the guys, I I thought it was a good line, the guy goes, hey, get out of here, old man. He's like, well, I can't do that. You're beating up my friend. And then he proceeds to help kick kick some ass there. I, I thought it was good as far as how that goes. Yeah, I like that. I mean, the fight scenes in this movie are fun. They, they are, are absolutely fun to watch. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, and um, it, 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 all the fight scenes, even though they kind of are all the same, where the, the moves are basically punch to the face, punch to the face, kick a guy in the knee, and then throw him, you know, out a window or throw him out a doorway or throw him off a loading dock. That's Every fight's pretty much the same. And when, you know, I mean, when, when you got a formula that works, right? It's, True, it's I always say that. It's not theorem, right? I mean, yeah, if if you get to the the acute angle, why 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 change it up? So, uh, all this is going on with everybody going back and forth, back and forth, and um, basically Wesley's at the point where he's like, "Okay, I am going to run this guy out of town." 
He, he really wants to get him out of town. So what does he do, Paul? How does he try to get him to leave town? Uh, he buys puppies for everyone in town. Um, he gives them away for free. Yeah. Um, and turns it into uh, Cuddles Haven of Tennessee. The Cuddles Haven of Tennessee, where everyone goes to cuddle puppies. Yeah, it's, that's about, it's about right, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, does he do something else? Oh, oh, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He calls up Patrick Swayze at the bar and says, "All right, I'm going to kill one of the two people." Oh man! Oh, you're you. jumping way ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. What do you What do you want to talk? Well, about? no, I mean, when, when, I mean, before when they're we... blowing up. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, he blows up two buildings that apparently were okay. they were stockpiling landmines. Yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 automotive store that he blows up it almost makes sense because it's like, <laughs> okay, it's probably some flammable. Stuff right, right, right. <laughs> but then he blows up Emmett's house where he's where where Dalton's staying, and yeah. you almost like. I, I, I just wrote it down. Okay, the, everyone in this town that, that's against him is stockpiling landmines. He ha- I think I think Emmett had a waterbed, but he filled that waterbed with gasoline. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I like the way it rolls. <laughs> yeah. I like the smell of gas, and I like the ocean, so... <laughs> well, there, there, there you go. I like the smell of gas and the ocean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I could live on, a, on an ocean of gasoline... <laughs> that's right. If only I could live in Waterworld... <laughs> I'm saving my money to defect to Iraq. <laughs> so yeah, so, so they, they they blow up a bunch of stuff, drive a a monster truck into a car dealership. Now, 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 now here's the thing about this. And this is where I really got peeved off with how the film just puts itself in this this town bubble. Ford is a nationally recognized yeah internationally <laughs> recognized <laughs> corporation okay to to get a, a certified dealer certificate to sell ford and put i i didn't even know this uh until very recently to say to put ford or any car company sign up you have to get permission you can't just put ford on the outside of your building there has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, so, um, what, what happened here, Bob? What, uh, can you tell well, me what's was, going uh, on? Well, yeah, okay, I was just, uh, was just uh, open for business. Yeah, yeah, I, I, good, good, that's always the first, and, uh, first start, yeah. And the, the evil landowner <laughs> who seems to own everything in town uh, just had one of his goons drive a monster truck into my dealership, conveniently plate glass windows all around, uh-huh. and just uh, drove right over all of our new inventory. Oh, uh, and, 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 and I'm sorry, what, what was this landowner's name? Uh, Wesley is his name. Ah, uh, is that is that uh, the Bradley Wesley that oh, over near uh, Peepin, Peepin Lake? That's the one. Ah, okay. We're going to sue him until he can't see out of his eyeballs. You will, no, you can't. He'll have a man come to the bar that you own with a uh, pool we don't, cue, we don't and he'll own, beat people up in front of a blind guitar we, player. We don't, we don't own a bar. We are, we are, we are the Ford Motor Group. We, we are, we are a internationally recognized corporation. We, we, we have lawyers. We will take care of this. I, it, it's just, it's. The movie goes, at, at this point, the movie, it's like they took another script. Because the movie yes. up to this point, yes. it's like, oh, okay, it's this guy, and he's trying to help with the bar, and he's kind of falling in love. And then all of a sudden, it's, it's just, like, 
cartoonish villain. <laughs> yes, I, I wrote... Like, uh, it's so crazy. I, I started writing, this is just slapstick comedy. Now, it, it's, it, it's insane. It's like, it's like the first set of writers were like, no, no, we got this great movie. And then halfway through, they were like, hey, guys, um, SNL just closed out for the season. There's a whole bunch of writers that don't have jobs. And we hired three of them. Yeah, it shows. It, it, it's just, so... Yeah, I'm with you. There's some go back and forth between Dalton and Wade and, and the girl doctor kind of like, hey, let's just get out of here. And Swayze's like, no, yeah, yeah. you know, he's he's hurting everyone in the town. We have to help. And long story short, they 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 stop Wesley at every turn. And finally, he gets a phone call from Wesley that says, I'm going to uh, flip a coin. And uh, who, who does he threaten? Wade or the bartender? No, the, no. The he, bar owner? No, no he, he threatens Wade. Well, actually, I'm going to correct you on this one, okay? And, and I'm I'm okay. going to correct the scene for you. The Joker calls Batman and, okay. <laughs> and says, I'm going to kill your best friend, Wade Harvey Dent, or Wait. or your girlfriend, Dr. whatever the hell the other girl name was. Dr. Katie Holmes. <laughs> Doctor, no, it wasn't even Katie Holmes. It was Maggie Gyllenhaal, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, yes. so... so <laughs> As the scene was unfolding, I'm like, and he even he even goes, I'm gonna flip a coin, and I'm like, oh god, oh Christopher Nolan was just watching this movie and going, this is this is freaking gold. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Christopher Nolan. I'm going to remake Roadhouse <laughs> as Batman. Christopher Nolan's British, right? Isn't he? Is I don't know. Also? Is he? I'm going to re. I like how you gave him a specific accent too. Right, yeah. like a general. I'm going to I'm remake going Roadhouse. To Michael Caine because he talks like me. I'm going to remake Roadhouse as Batman. <laughs> uh, as a child, I thought if only Batman was in Roadhouse, it would be a near perfect picture. <laughs> if only Batman was the bouncer at as a second rate club in Tennessee, I thought. What kind of bouncer would he be? <laughs> I'm doing Robin Leach now. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going off script. <laughs> yes, I was like, this is uh, Bat Batman ripped this off like almost like beat for beat. Um, you're you're not wrong, <laughs> right? So so he flips a coin and he doesn't tell Dalton what it is. First of all, he didn't even say who was heads or tails. So the fact that he doesn't tell him what it was doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> Right. Mm, mm. He, um, Wade walks in at that moment. He's been beat up, and and Dalton thinks, okay, they probably kidnapped them both, beat them both up, and that was the final decision. There's yeah, the Wade. Last. I'm gonna go right. find the doctor. Um, he finds the doctor. She's perfectly fine. She's at the hospital. He comes back. I uh, he sees Wade on the bar. He's not moving. He thinks it's a joke. I drank too much. And thinks, he's, I, thinks he's drunk. Uh, turns him over, and he's got a giant knife sticking out of his chest. And, it, and the note says, it was Tails. It was Tails. I, uh, uh, of course, uh, wanted to make a Sonic the Hedgehog joke, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it was Tails I'm, all along? I'm above that. It was, it was lovable Fox Tails. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Brad, Brad Wesley just rips his mask off. It was me yeah. the whole time. <laughs> ha ha, Sonic. <laughs> I have a crippling meth addiction and I need money. Um, <laughs> you do a very good tales, I might add. <laughs> Thank you. I'm two for two with the accents. Yes. I'm picking my accents. Yes. 
so, 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 so I, I thought I thought why not put tails in your <laughs> yes. I've always loved Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> and so I made and so I made Commissioner Gordon Tails this, this new movie is going to be amazing that we're it's making so good. it's great it's so great uh, so so what he does uh, he, he it is a good scene. I think Swayze sells his anger and and his frustration. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pulls the knife out, gets in his car, and he drives over. And he, he's just barreling and, toward Brad Wesley's house. And this is where all of a sudden this movie goes, in my opinion, from a little over the top <laughs> to off the rails. Just it, it is it, all of a sudden it is it is a horror movie with. Us rooting for the villain of the of the piece. Now, uh, so real quick, we didn't, and I'm going to get to that horror movie thing, and very quickly because something is very key to that. Um, real quickly, he did fight Jimmy, the main bad guy, killed him, and ripped his throat out. Oh like, yeah, we totally skipped we totally that. skipped. That's, That's okay. We talked about it at the front end. Um, yeah. totally ripped his throat out. Um, goes through all that the the Joker stuff uh, and all that. Anyway. I'm with you where it becomes, I said it became a summer slasher movie because the music kind of goes from a lot of this country music, even when it's not the Jeff Healy band, this country right. music going on. And then all of a sudden it goes to like, right. and you're like, did they just, they, they changed everybody. They changed, right. other than the actors, it's a different, even like the camera style is different. Everything's Everything different. is different. Totally flipped the script on this whole movie. So um, he he just, I mean, long story short, he just works his way through all the henchmen yeah, till it's only murdering everybody. Well, hold on. It's very important to the end. Oh, uh, the polar bear. He pushes a polar bear on, on one of the fat bad guys. A stuffed polar bear. Yeah. Knocks him out. That was already ridiculous enough. This film will go, oh, not ridiculous enough. We no, will, we will prove no, that. Not enough. So, so he faces off against Wesley. Good fight scene. I thought it was good. Good fight scene. Yeah. Um, Swayze, you have literally killed a man by ripping his throat out. You've yep. killed two more people with a knife. You probably Correct. snapped Terry Funk's neck. Um, yeah, just we, for yeah, giggles. Terry Funk killed off screen. Yeah. Um, why? Why stop now? This guy and literally. Why? <laughs> literally I mean, almost killed everything that you love he, he really wanted to rip this guy's throat out but somehow didn't and so what happens is he's about to kill him he's about to kill him and then he just says like nah you're not worth it or something whatever yeah yeah and he, rough. he leaves yeah. and he turns his back on him and that's when wesley pulls a gun and then all of a sudden he's shot and it turns out it's all the people from the town that are like sick of taking his crap and they've all like <laughs> conspired to go there and they're like all right remember everybody gets to shoot him once hold on Hold on. Wade was killed at the bar. Nobody else was at the bar. Right. He went from the bar directly to Wesley's house. They are in the house with guns. They were waiting the entire day. Oh, yeah. Hiding in closets. They were. No, I think I think they showed up coincidentally and they were just like. <laughs> Let's just hang back. And <laughs> Let's see, just see how this goes. What do Dalton's going to do. Do you think. Deleted scene. We always talk about the deleted scenes. As the car, yeah. as the Mercedes is rolling towards the house, they're like on the car, and they're like, "Okay, now remember, we're just going. We're going to tell him we're suing him. We're taking our stuff back. And what is that Mercedes? Oh God, 
what is he doing? He just, he just <laughs> shot that thing eight times. It's on fire. And, and, oh, my God. He just snapped that guy's neck. Okay. Okay. Everybody be okay. Cool. No plan. Be cool. No plan. No plan. Everybody be cool. Okay. Everybody be cool. Okay. One guy's in the back puking his guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, that's double deuce owner guy. And everyone's and then, and then Emmett Emmett's the, the cool farmer, the cool Canadian. He's just like he's just like. Let's finish this. All, I, was, I was gonna say all all of a sudden he's back in a village in Danang. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right, we're done. I'm gonna take the flank. It's a classic pincer move. So so all all four guys that you've seen before they come in they shoot Wesley dead. I gotta tell you. In movie context, it's a really good comeuppance. It's it's a great it's, we it's love a great closing. This is one of the best comeuppances. But then, because not only does he get shot five times, the last shot pushes him into a coffee table, table that breaks. Right. It's so good. Yeah. And then one of the guys starts collecting uh, the guns because they hear the cops, who, by the yeah. way, have never shown up to anything in this entire movie. And yeah, oh, yeah. Wesley can blow things up, and <laughs> right. nobody cares. But he gets shot to death, and all of a sudden, it's here comes the cavalry. Right. So, so, so he so collects the all the guns. The, the, yep. I love this. He collects the guns that, that uh, you were going to say. The cops show up. Yep. The guy goes off screen for what? 30 seconds? Oh, yeah. No. Those, <laughs> if, if, if this cop knows anything about normal police work, right. those guns are going to be found in 10 seconds. He put him in a closet. He just put him in a side closet. It was like, guys. We're clean. You all wiped your guns down, right? You all wiped your I guns. I like to think. I like to think what happened was they'd been to that house so many times. They um, there's a closet literally just full of guns, <laughs> and they threw their guns in with all the other guns to camouflage them. Oh, okay. Right, and they're shotguns, so it's not like ballistics are going to help. No, oh no, no, no. So, so yeah, so the 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 police chief finally shows up and he starts going around and. and I, I swear, Greg, this is how, as stupid as this is. This is how the movie should have ended. Uh, Wesley's there. Somehow his doc girlfriend showed up. Um, all the guys are there. The, the sheriff goes, what happened here? And Dalton goes, I didn't see anything. Did you see anything, Red? And then they kind of go around. Emmett, did you? Tillerman, did you? Whatever. Yeah. And then whoever. Well, what, the- well, well what about you, Tinker? Yeah, Did the, you see anything? Now, Tinker is the fat guy who had the yep. polar bear fall on him, and he says, Greg, a polar bear fell on me. <laughs> that's that's where the, the last line of the movie. That's where the credits should start. They don't. <laughs> they don't. This this movie goes on another 10 minutes. No, I agree. I agree. That's the point where absolutely the mo- it should have smashed cut to you know, Roadhouse, you yeah. know, and then, or no, you know what it should have done? It should have smashed cut to the Jeff Healy band playing in front of an audience while the credits rolled over it. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that is way Instead better. Instead we get 100%. a scene. <laughs> it's gratuitous. It's, it's him and his girl skinny dipping in, in, in Peeper Lake, which doesn't make sense. Zero. Of all the things Zero that don't sense. make sense of this movie, this one, I think it would, I don't know. It, it, you know what? We haven't had boobs on the screen in, in, in 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, we actually kind of skipped over the fact there's a lot of nudity in this film. A lot. A, a lot of it's passive other than the girl that strips. Um, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, you, you do get to see Patrick Swayze's uh, butt, naked butt. So, Well, t- Greg, the audience knows that. I don't think we need to point it out. That's true. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. But mean, so there uh, we go. Roadhouse. That's it. We Bam. We come to the uh, end. Uh, 
Uh, Paul, I believe you went first. I did. So, so I will talk about, is this film rad? Is this film rad? Um, I was really on the fence with this movie. Okay. Until the last 10 <laughs> minutes. When it goes so off the rails, it comes back around to rad for me. <laughs> okay. Because okay. you have like an hour and 40 minutes of like a really good movie. And then 14 minutes where they're like, I don't care. I don't want to direct this movie anymore. <laughs> yes. Just have him graphically murder everyone. And then a polar bear falls on <laughs> I don't, I just don't care. So it actually came back around as rad because it's crazy. Okay. Paul. I, you know, for me, you're absolutely right. Some of the repetitiveness of, of fight down scene, fight down scene, little repetitive I, I i think the i think the romance thing i in a movie like this it needs to be there but i think it could have been done a little bit better um i don't think you know um for me though i actually enjoyed this movie all the way through i thought it was really good patrick swayze this is why i mentioned it if he doesn't come with that gravitas of of, of selling this movie to the audience it comes across very stupid and hokey. Um, yeah, it could be. Yeah, 100%. It, it, it would have been a terrible movie. He's so damn good. He sells this movie for me. And then again, I am with you. As soon as he rips that, as soon as he fights Jimmy and rips his throat out, that's the that is the point where the movie goes goodbye. Script. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yes. We are it's, starting it's, over. It's 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 like a it's like Patrick Swayze grabbed reality's throat and <laughs> yes. ripped it out. Right. Yes. And yes. The, and it was like now we're in my world. <laughs> right. Right. Like Freddy was awoken and <laughs> took everybody yeah, to Dreamland. Yeah. Yes. So so you're saying rad? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I really right. enjoyed this movie already, and then the last bit was just it was so good. Um, no, I I enjoyed this movie thoroughly, I, and I'll tell you right now. A surprise. I expected this to be terrible. I really I am 100% with you. I was also pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So, Paul, I, I came up with a new game Oh, for us to okay. Play. Okay. We can play this every single show. Oh, I hope not, but okay. It's called <laughs> Cast the Remake. Cast the Remake? So, modern day, they're going to remake Roadhouse. Yeah. Hypothetically. Okay. Who do you cast as the director, Paul? Who do you cast as as the main cast? As the director. Mm, you know, I, I I don't follow directors. I'm going to... As Christopher Nolan. Who t- <laughs> well, actually, wait a second. We did kind of recast this movie. We kind of already, <laughs> kind of already did. It's, it's Christian Bale. <laughs> it's Christian Bale. It's Heath Ledger, directed by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> we already did Starring it. Maggie Gyllenhaal and, and whoever the hell plays Harvey Dent. We could, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're done. I love we this go. game. This is a great game, Greg. No, uh, if I... And, and, and the old bouncer is Gary Oldman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, of course I would. Yeah. Uh, it, to genuinely answer, um, this is one you're going to have to start sending me beforehand because I don't put thought. I, man, there's so many actors and stuff like that. I couldn't even begin to guess um, who. I, I honestly don't know who you'd pick to be kind of the Swayze. That's the who, one I'm. T- who, that's who the one I'm tough with. The sort of physique, but is also a really great actor to carry the movie. I I honestly 
would have a hard time with I, that one. I would guess if they were going to go for somebody, they'd go for Chris Helmsworth. Because um, he can, I could see he could carry that. I think he could. Who else though? I'm not really sure. So no, we, but uh, I will start thinking about it going forward. Who? Okay, who's who? Do you cast as the guy the polar bear falls on? Oh, oh, jeez, damn, that's a good one. There, yeah, we'll we'll go we'll go weird. Seth Seth Rogen. Oh, ooh, that is a good one. No, 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 Horatio Sands from SNL. <laughs> I like that a lot, Horatio Sands. <laughs> Why not? I, I like him. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Ratio Sands. Okay. I love it. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that is the end of Roadhouse. Uh, we've come to the end. Uh, that means we, we give our thanks and blessings, as always, to the effable uh, Mr. Bibbs. We thank you, as always, for you've your been You've been with us for not quite 100 episodes, but... Uh, definitely so great so great to have you man we we hope you stick around you're the you're the best absolutely absolutely um we should find out exactly when he first donated and i can he has been donating for 100 episodes have some kind of special okay we could do that i will look that up and then of course uh we tell everybody go to social media uh facebook twitter uh, I'm gonna try and get back on Instagram. I I, I kind of let that lapse a little bit just because I was trying to struggling to find stuff to post there. It's just pictures, uh, but I'm gonna try and do some stuff um, going forward. And that's about it. Anything else on your end, Greg? Before we close uh, you it know, out, just just uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Follow oh, yes. us on yes. Facebook and Twitter. I, I I try to post stuff as much as I I can. Yeah, that's 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 about it. Unless you've been listening to any podcasts, um, nothing, uh, nothing new. Um, I will say I don't know if they listen. Uh, but I am going to try and reach out to VHS Bandits. Um, oh, nice, I, nice fellow I, Podtron uh, members. So I'm gonna. Uh, what I'm actually gonna try and do is reach out to VHS Bandits and see if we can do some sort of get together because they are so close to me. Uh, they had a, a VHS swap and I drove by it without realizing it. No kidding. Yeah. I swear to God, I was, uh, I was in the area that they were, uh, that they were doing it and I, I was going for something else and I, I was very close. So I didn't even realize it. So I'm going to try and reach out to those guys. They're super, uh, cool. They have a really good uh, show. They do like us. I like them because they do even, I, I, I want to kind of say wackier movies than we do like they go deep mm. deep cut uh i think they just did like meatballs four or something like that like Meatball, meatballs three i believe is the last one they just did yeah um so they go kind of real deep cut so i kind of want to get in touch with those guys but um that's it check out nice. podtron i don't think we actually say that in our in our speech here and i think we oh, should yeah we should we should uh, yeah everybody go download everything by podtron please ever. very good please. shows I've been uh, I've been uh, uh, catching up on backlogs on mo- podcasts that have absolutely nothing to do with us. There's a fantastic one I love called Knife Point Horror. Uh, it's someone is just reading a story I think that they wrote every episode. It, it's just these weird, spooky tales. I cannot get enough of them. They are fantastic. Um, Stephen King cast is back. One of my favorite podcasts of all time. And uh, episode 159, uh, Night Shift Part 2, which just came out yesterday, 
he read the email that I sent him on in on the podcast. Nice. I was very excited about that. Uh, about the the time in high school where I uh, went up to Maine for a week, and it turned out to be the house next door to Stephen King. Uh, super super rad. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely check out Stephen King cast. Uh, there's all sorts of new stuff between the mist now being on Spike and um, the Dark Tower that's coming out any you know what is it a month or two. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I will say uh, we talked about this and maybe we can still do it uh, in October. Stranger Things two will arrive on Netflix. We had talked about watching Stranger Things and doing a bonus cast yes. on it. Um, I'll tell you what, if we can get some clamor on Facebook or Twitter for that, I think we, I think it'd be worth it to go rewatch and do a, do an episode or I, two. I am all for that October rewatching the first season to get ready for the second one. Oh, I will anyway. Yeah, I will anyway. I am, I am all over that. It's a great idea. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and that's it. So yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Get in touch with us if you got any questions, but uh, until then, you'll just have to sit patiently until we cover next week's film. Lewis Gossett Jr. and some unknown actor. And a pretty rad soundtrack. Iron It's Iron Eagle. Eagle. Yes. (laughs) I think, I don't know, I haven't seen that movie in so long. uh, I I say this all the time. I want to see how it holds up. I, I have not seen that movie legitimately since the 90s, at, at least since I was a teenager was the last time I even watched that movie. Uh, I, I have not seen hide. I, I can't even remember the last time I saw it, like in passing. So I am. I hope it's available <laughs> now. Now that I start to think about it, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Uh, but we'll find out uh, as we go along. Let's close it up. I am Paul. I am Greg. See ya. Polar bear fell on me. Podtron. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.